Everything good? Everything is good to go, man. Everything is awesome? Everything is cool. I need to watch the Lego movie again. I haven't seen them so long. I I never saw the second one. Me neither. And it's probably good. It's probably decent. I heard it's pretty. I heard it's pretty good. All right, we should probably check it. I mean, the first one shouldn't have been good, mm-hmm. and it was. Oh, it was, yeah, it was, it was great. Welcome to another episode of First Reaction Fan Reaction. Woo. I'm your host, Dara Whitman, and here with me is my lovely co-host. Okay, like, I go like this, but I don't think you can actually see my hands when we edit this. Yeah, I think your hands disappear, so you just have to you have to go like, hello. Hello. All right, we're back. Yeah, we're back. We're talking about that thing with the people and the, the concept. Pushing daisies. That one. Where people are dead. Yeah. A fair amount. Just, like, there's a lot of death. All right. Well, we're gonna we're today we're talking about season two, episode three, bad habits. Get yeah, it? I got it. I I got it. And season two, episode four, frescort, which was a title you were concerned about. I just like it's I it, I was close, but I didn't quite get it. All right. Well, we're gonna talk. Okay, let's go over bad habits right now. Which uh, was an episode I figured you would like. Oh yeah, I like this one a lot. This one was just like really up my alley as far as like things that I like about the show in, in general. Like, yeah. In an episode, so like I was, I was pretty excited because you said like you're gonna like this one. I was like, I, am I? Because <laughs> I don't. Sometimes you say that sarcastically, and I'm not sure. I do. But this time I was right. You were correct this time. Uh, all right, so we're gonna we're let's start with the past, and we're going to Olive's past mm-hmm. for once. Yeah, which I like. Yeah, so it turns out like her parents looked quite rich, I'd say, mm-hmm. and uh, she just had a horse riding lesson, and she wanted a um, Arabian stallion, and her parents were like, no. Yeah. So then she gets like a, a what big are old they? pickaxe? A pickaxe that's like as big as her. Yeah, and she figures she's just gonna. Dig a hole to Arabia. Yes, which is basically you dig the hole to the center of the un- to center of the earth, and then make a right or a left, something like that. Yeah. But then as she's digging, and it's like a lot of digging for a t- mm-hmm. child, uh, she comes across a a triceratops fossil. Yeah, which is very impressive. So, so the lesson that she learned that day is keep on digging, and eventually, and no negative, and don't have negative thoughts, and then you'll get what you want. Yeah, because uh, an Arabian prince, a uh, Saudi royal, came and gave her stuff. Right, right. And uh, go to the present. She's still at the nunnery. Yep. And she's digging up some truffles. Yeah. Which are mushrooms. I always forget that they're mushrooms. Mm-hmm. Because, like, it sounds like something I'd want to eat, but I also don't like mushrooms. Right. Like, I'm so curious. Like, the way truffles are, like, presented make it sound like they're one of, like, they're, like, you know, such a delicacy, whatever, whatever. Um, but they're... But, like, they're also, like, mushrooms. I'm not a big mushroom person. So, like, would I actually like it or would I just be like, eh, it's a mushroom? But, like, people, like, will taste it and just be like... Like have like this out of body experience. Yeah, like, I want to know what that. Remember feels when like. Lay's had like truffle pr- chips? When the Lay's do us a flavor thing? Oh yeah, yeah. They like truffle flat fry flavors. Mm-hmm. I miss those. Chi- like they had some good ideas for weird ideas for chips. Do you remember like going online and like like looking like through the flavor ideas and being like yes, no, yes, yes. Well, no. one was like a donut, and I'm like. But then like the ones that were like options, like when we're like the one year, like the cappuccino was an option. Ooh. I remember the chicken and waffles. I never. I the, I think pretty good. I think what I bought the garlic parmesan, which was like clearly gonna be good because mm. I'm a fan of that. And then, oh, I think I remember one year the one that won was wasabi ginger. Oh, which doesn't sound like a good 
But I remember like one, I think now they had like, now they have like a Philly cheesesteak one. Oh, I'm not sure I'm going to try that. It's like, and New York style pizza, which might be. Pizza, I like pizza play, chips. Uh, pizza Pringles are my jam. Yeah. I, I say that and I haven't had them in probably well over a decade. Um, but the concept is there. I think one I got also was like tomato, basil, and Asiago cheese. Let's go eat some potato chips. I don't have any. I have nachos. Nachos are good. Nachos are good, but but you don't have other kinds of chips. All I have is Doritos at my house. I don't even like Doritos, but they were like in the pack of like, like you buy like the small n- packs. None Doritos? You don't like none Doritos? Do <laughs> <laughs> you not like any kind of Doritos? I um I just like Doritos have a bad aftertaste. What about Cool Ranch? Cool Ranch is okay. I like like I'd, I'd probably rather eat like the baked kinds because they don't have that as much of like a like a chemically aftertaste. I like Cool Ranch though. Mm. They're good. Anyway, pushing daisies. Pushing daisies. Uh, truffles. Yes. So we're hunting truffles with Pigby the pig. Pigby, who's good at uh, hunting them because we find out there's like a pheromone in them. Yeah, there's like some kind of thing that that makes pigs want to be down to clowns, so they're good at finding them. Yeah. So then we run into the uh, nun who runs kind of the trouble thing, Sister Larue. Sister Larue. Yep, and uh, likes the shrooms. Yes. But for science, like, or like, I guess they sell them for the. They sell them to, I guess, make money for the, the nunnery. Don't they? Don't Catholics just donate to them? Um, I mean, you donate to the church, but I don't think that's enough to cover all the rest. Of the I don't costs. know much about Catholicism. That, I, that. I admittedly am not Catholic, but I have Catholic family. <laughs> my, Were my, you raised Catholic though? Uh, my dad was Catholic. My mom. Methodist, so it's a very vague, slightly agnostic sort of upbringing. <laughs> yeah, but to be fair, I got raised by a Catholic and a Jew, so yeah, yeah. either way, got the- <laughs> good times. Good times. Anyway, uh, so they're finding these. So they find the truffles. We meet Cecilia, and then she goes up to polish the bell tower. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I'll just get. Um. Yeah. Okay. We'll cut to. Ned and Chuck real quick, because that's also a plot thing of Ned still trying to deal with the fact that Chuck lives in a new apartment. Yeah. He's working on it. He's, he's working on it. He needs to just talk about his feelings. He does not talk about his feelings. No. It's terrible. But uh, as he's giving getting breakfast for Chuck, uh, a, what's his name? Cyrus Pennybaker is leaving the apartment, mm-hmm. and she's got on a uh, bl- short blonde wig. Yeah, she's in disguise. She's in disguise because uh, we find out that that night she found her old p- a poster of uh, a family tree that she was supposed to make for third grade that she didn't finish because she didn't really know anything. Yeah, she doesn't know anything about her family because her father died really young and she never knew her mother. She died in childbirth or not at all. She doesn't even know her name because she it's, it's like Sue and has like a question mark. Yeah. And I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, poor, it's, poor Chuck. So then, but it turns out, and also, like, when she was trying to work on the project, uh, Vivian and Lily were, like, cutting. Yeah, they, uh, yeah. They just got upset. They got very upset. Yeah, so uh, she decided that uh, Chuck said she wants to look into her past. Mm-hmm. And Ned's kind of like, because mm. of, you know, memories of his past. Right. No? Yeah. No. Not a good time. So we have that, and then meanwhile we cut back to the nunnery, and Olive is praying because she's finally like happy here. Yeah, and I love it. She's like praying to God, saying like, "I wish to stay here forever, and if that's not your will, send me a sign." <laughs> Dead body. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the 
Sister LaRue. She who, did. Who, who descended from the heavens and hit the earth very hard. Yes, yeah, so she did. She's dead. And uh, we're saying that she died by suicide. Mm-hmm. At least that's what like, Mother Superior and um, Father Eduardo de Donde. <laughs> Eduardo de Donde. Uh, are saying, so they're trying to pray for her. And Olive's like, no, like, uh, that's a negative thought. We're not going to do that. So she wants to prove that it's not, that wasn't like. Right, because uh, since suicide is bad, you go to hell if you do it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, she wants to prove that's not the case. I mean, it's hell that bad of a place. I'm not really sure. I'm, I can't say I've ever been. I don't know. I think, of, do you know who John Barrowman is? I think uh, it was on air. I think the, it was in Doctor so, Who, but I know oh, you yeah, know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah okay, so I remember I heard him on a podcast, and he was saying, like, I know, I, like, I'm like i looking forward to going to hell because that's where all my friends are going, so it's going to be a fabulous place. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. Yeah. Yep. So Olive decides to sneak out and go see Emerson mm-hmm. to hire him to help figure out what happened to Cecil LaRue. Right. Uh, Emerson finds the fact that she's a nun hilarious. Yeah, yep. He, he can't get over that, which it is pretty, it is pretty funny. But uh, and he can pay her, and she can pay him in prayer, but not money. Yeah, she doesn't have money because she had to get rid of all her earthy possessions when she went to when she got the to a nunnery. Um, so she all she has is prayer. Yep. Yep. Anyway, but uh, he agrees, and she has some like rules. Mm-hmm. One is that they can't act like they know each other, so he's got to find another way in, mm-hmm. and uh, he doesn't want she doesn't want Ned or Chuck to come. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, there's a dead they, body. They show up. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. We need Ned mm-hmm. for the dead body, and the Chuck just comes. So they're all uh, dressed up as priests and a nun, mm-hmm. and they see, we're like, "Hooray!" So we meet up in the bell tower, and uh, I think one thing we notice is that like the bells are pretty clean, yeah, but the building isn't right. So because there's bad crap everywhere. Yep. So we inter- So basically, we're then we meet the mother superior and Father Ed, and uh, Emerson introduces. Um, Himself as Father Dowling, uh, Ned as Father Mulcahy, and Chuck as Sister Christian. <laughs> Sister Christian, the yeah, that's that's funny. And uh, they're not; they're supposed to be Italian because they're from the Vatican. And they're like and the Vatican police are like, "Aren't you supposed to be Italian?" And they're like, "Yes." yes. <laughs> and only Chuck knows a little bit of Italian, so. Yeah. And uh, Olive's got to deal with penance lists because she forgot something. Because she didn't do the thing she was supposed to do, so now she has, she has to repent for her sin. I don't know. Religion's weird. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of repenting for your sins that, yeah. I guess. Something I like that. Okay. Is it Chuck? I think Chuck has to go and like look through, uh, figure out who Cecil LaRue was, mm-hmm. and then Ned and Emerson go to the... Uh, question Sister LaRue mm-hmm. and Ned's a bit upset because or like a bit concerned it's because you know they're in a, in, a, in a chapel and he's about to bring the dead back to life right right which like I guess <laughs> with with her watching and him and him watching I guess I do kind of wonder like if you have a power you might believe in something yeah it's it's interesting because we never like we never really dive into like what the relation is between because like yeah, because what uh, Ned can do is kind of, like, doesn't really um, line up with some of the things in this very obvious Christian <laughs> church. Yeah. But it's never, like, really discussed in that way. Yeah. So they more li- they're more, like, there to respect it. Mm-hmm. They they respect the faith. 
um, even if sometimes the things that they can do don't quite align with it. Yeah. So it's funny. And then we wake up to Silaru and... Uh, She's a potty mouth. She's a potty mouth. She's all. She's been like wasting her. She's been wasting her time here for ten fucking years, mm-hmm. and she's like, she didn't see a white light. She knew all this was bullshit. <laughs> Where's her fucking diamonds? That's what I'm assuming she was saying. Yes, yes, because uh, it is cleverly censored. Because... I enjoy a good cl- like like in the. I think we forgot to mention the circus circus episode, um, where uh, appa- apparently like uh, Ned was repeating something and it was. Bad words, so then there's this fireball. Yeah, I enjoy some like real corny censoring. Right, I, right. Censoring can be be funny if you do it. You can do it creatively, and it can be like really funny. Yeah, so like so. they do it with a bell, and uh, but we find out about a diamond as well. A diamond. So Emerson's immediately like, ding, and then she tries. To, she's and then she starts to be a nun on the run. But then you know Ned gets her, and then they're all, and then he's like, "We're going to hell." Yeah. Yep. Yep. So we find out that Sister LaRue was a uh, a fungal specialist. Yeah. She knew about she knew a lot about shrooms. Another another fungi. Have you done shrooms? I'm assuming not, because no. you're you. Yeah. But I am fascinated in the concept of um microdosing shrooms as a way of um as like a type of therapy. Have you ever seen that? Yeah. Oh, super interesting. I mean, I'm kind of wondering about like doing marijuana for anxiety uh, mm. as well, or maybe and then trying acid once, just to try just, it. Right, just like just. But just I would need to be curious. like I would want to be in like a place where like I knew I was gonna be safe, and like somebody around me either like would protect me or make sure that like or you know like if they'd done it before, right? Yeah, they would like understand and like because like that's my either fear is that I'm gonna have a bad trip. Yeah, because I don't want that. No, nobody wants a bad trip. So we're so we figure out Sister Larue is. Um, Ned's still asking about the genealogy stuff that she's been interested in mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. And also we find a hidden door. Ooh. So that sounds like fun. And then also Emerson. Oh, I forgot to mention. Um, Cecil Rue said that she was shoved out the window and didn't, like, so murder. Right. She did not jump. She Something happened and she was Pushed. against her own will. So Murder. Murder. So We're I, talking about murder. What a shock. Mm-hmm. So Emerson tells Olive, and they're kind of like wondering like what to do now. And then also we find out that a wall in Sister LaRue's uh, room was hollow. Mm-hmm. So then we open it up. And it's the good stuff. All of the sins. It's all of it. Yeah. You, they got, they got, what do they got? They got like food. Some food. It's some clothes. Some uh, top shelf feminine, feminine care. care. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but that made me think about what happens when a nun's on her period. What do you do? Bottom shelf feminine care. But isn't it a sin, technically? What? No? No, no, no. But wasn't that the idea of, like, a period because Eve Eve fucked up and then now all of us have have to deal with? Probably. I don't really know. (laughs) I know that's not how it actually works. That's not? That's not? not, It's not biology. But I think that's what the Bible tells us, right? Bible tells me so because women had to women had to mess up everything. Yeah, because women bad news, buckaroonies. Women ruin everything. <laughs> Welcome to witty clothes. We are two women who ruin everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, or maybe we just because basically, because also if Eve didn't do that, then we wouldn't know about reproduction or reproduction, and then we couldn't continue on. Mm. True. Mm-hmm. Also, Adam would never learn about sex. Which you know he wanted. 
Maybe with maybe with <laughs> we're only we're only speculating here about us. He might have wanted it with Steve too. You know who cares? Yeah, it's true. There, there weren't a lot of options back then, so you had to take. What you no, the only option he had was Eve. <laughs> Who was born from his ribs? Was that incest? Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of <laughs> questions that we could postulate upon the nature of the old texts. Um, I don't think that we should. <laughs> I. Mm, we probably just should not go yeah, there and not. then continue with the pushing daisies. We don't have to talk about the incest because clearly that's the only part in the Bible that's full of incest. <laughs> One of them. <gasps> pushing daisies. Let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> Come on. Anyway, so we find all this stuff, and then one of the nuns comes in and just says, like, I try to be good, but sometimes I have a desire for candy corn, because she's a true heathen. I think that, I feel like the joke was there that, like, she she would kill for candy corn, and I think somebody, probably in the writer's room, was like, let's have her, like, be so deprived that she wants the most ridiculous and stupid candy, and they pick candy corn, and honestly... I'm, a little, I'm not sure if I should be offended or not. I'm, pro- I'm not because I understand everybody hates candy corn. But listen, more for me. Exactly. So I think it's funny. But basically, it sounds like not only her, but like a bunch of people would just get goods yeah. from Cecilia Rue. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. And then they all figure out notes and they kind of figure that um, uh, the superior has something to do with it. That they found that she found out about the goods. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, then she pushed this little room out of the bell tower. Mm-hmm. But, like, if she's a mother superior, wouldn't she be worse? I guess, no, but, like, with you can just, like, confess, and then you're good, yeah. right? Yeah, you just, you just do your Hail Marys. Do your oh, What's a Hail prayer. Mary? Um, don't make me try to remember this. Oh, is it just a prayer? Time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Why do you see what Jews do? Well, once a year, we just don't eat for a day. And then we... That's a pretty, that's a pretty good deal. Yeah. Honestly. That, that's, that's no, a pretty good deal. You just... You eat a lot before sunset, mm-hmm. then you don't eat for 24 hours, and then you have a big feast. That's pretty, that's, it's not a bad deal. That's, because <laughs> there's some good ideas. I don't have to do there. any Hail Marys. Very nice, very nice. I mean, if you're, that's a very Catholic thing, too. You don't really have to do, I don't think you have to do a Hail Mary if you're of the Protestant. Or the other sex. Sex. Yeah. Sex. Sex. <laughs> with, yeah, I can talk. With the CT. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. Chuck decides he's gonna ask about like visitation, like the people who visited Cecilia Row mm-hmm. to Mother's Pier to distract her. And um, Ned and Emerson are going to go into the door just to figure out, hey, what's going on? Mm-hmm. So they find a bunch of truffle stuff as well. Yes. And then there's a wall that's like, a be- like just bricked up, mm-hmm. like not even finished. Right. So then they push that open, and there's another door. So we get into there, and it's a restaurant. Yeah, yeah. They- and there's this path that you just just go, and then the door turns, and it's like, oh, there's food and things here. There's like, an, and then there's a nice dinner set up, and it's like clearly like Italian food, and it's mm-hmm. like some creamy pasta, and I'm just like, mm. oh, I'm, I'm really really hungry. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. And uh, Ned kind of goes gets his food nerd brain on. Yeah, because uh, he's a processor, and then we meet the. Uh, the chef yes. guy who's a Swiss German. Mm-hmm. But also, so he ties them up and basically wants to know where LaRue is. And then they say that she's dead and then he just kind of cries. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's sad. Because we learn out. So his name's Hansel von Getz. 
And uh, he is, he lived in Switzerland and also kind of conquered. So he like was doing a lot of food stuff in Switzerland. He's like, I'm going to go to America now, open up a restaurant. Mm -hmm. And he opens up one near the nunnery. And uh, like real near the nunnery. Yeah. And then they find, uh, Cecil River finds this uh, doorway. Mm -hmm. And then they meet and they make a deal. So uh, Hansel gets uh, these like outside goods. Mm-hmm. And brings them to Cecil Larue. Yeah, and uh, she gives them truffles. Yeah, because they're good for the food. Yes, they are very good for the food. And then they dine one night, and then they sin all over the table. <laughs> <laughs> they know each other in a biblical sense. Yep, I did like that scene. Then when he's like telling them that, yeah. and uh, they ask like, "Hey, how was her mood like the night before? Like the the last time we saw her." And then he was like, it was wonderful. We made love right on the table. And then Emerson's just kind of like, and then he wants, to stop, like, he wants to stop eating. But but Ned is just, just like, loves the food so much. He's like, meh. <laughs> I, I, love, I love seeing that part of Ned where he's like, um, he's he's, it's like a total foodie. Like, it's just like, like where he gets like kind of like a food nerd. Yeah. It's fun. I like that. I kind of like when it's like anxiety is like not the main point. Mm-hmm. It's like, he can set, like be goofy. Right. Like, like he is. It's, and it's not just pies. It's like all food, and that's because that's probably what happened. Because he, he kind of talks about you know taking culinary like courses. Yeah. Um. So he has like he has actually trained, and so he probably has. Like, I do kind of wonder how he afforded that, considering like he didn't have. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. But uh, also, we get to see the last gift that Larue gave Hansel, which was a white truffle. Yes. Which the is Italian very white truffle, rare. the diamond of the kitchen table. It is. So, hmm. that's probably what the diamond is. I'm sad. Sorry, Emerson. Yeah, not real diamonds. But, but... there's also a note mm-hmm. on there saying to, to Hansel, you're a pig. I don't ever want to speak to you again. Mm-hmm. Signs to Larue. Right. So, uh, we show that to Olive, and then there's kind of this idea of um, Hansel might have mm-hmm. found out. Right. That, yeah. He was upset about the whole thing. Yep. And also, we get a little bit with um, Chuck when she's talking to Mother Superior about trying to figure out, like, if uh, Larue had any visitors. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mother Superior asked her, like, when you, like, how did your family react when you decided to take the veil, become a nun? <laughs> yeah. And she didn't really know what she was talking about. And then basically, like, Chuck kind of blabs her story yeah. and also wants to make a phone call to uh, Cyrus Penny Baker mm-hmm. about her genealogy and saying, like, she's not sure if she's going to go to heaven, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah, I guess we can talk about this right now. So, Ooh, uh, yeah. Ned and Olive have a conversation. Oh, yeah, they do have a conversation. This and because uh, Ned is assuming that Olive was mad at Chuck, mm-hmm. which like, did he actually not think that, or he was just like trying to hide the fact that like he? Well, I think Chuck thought Olive was mad at her. Yeah, and he just kind of went went along, went along with, with it. it. Yeah, and then Olive's like, no. <laughs> No, she no. doesn't have anything wrong with, nothing wrong with Chuck. It's all about. She's got a lot of secrets about Chuck, let's be fair. She knows a lot of things about Chuck. Anyway, but uh, she's like, I'm mad at you because I had feelings for you. Mm-hmm. And you just were like, no. Yeah, he just kind of, he just kind of left it. He was like, yeah, but like we solved it. And she's like, no, we didn't, you idiot. Yeah, right. They didn't, nothing was really resolved. He just was like, nah. And then like. Peace. Peace. Um, and she's like, that's not, uh, that didn't really, mm, no, mm -mm, mm -mm." no, but also she's saying there because she has to keep a secret about Chuck. Yeah. What secret? 
what secret? Uh, <laughs> and then, she, but then I was like, I can't tell you. I'm sworn to secrecy. Right. But what if I guess? Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. So uh, Olive shows him some clues. There's a picture from 29 years ago of a group of nuns, mm-hmm. and she points to a specific nun who is pregnant, very pregnant. And then he's like, "Did you have the baby? Yes. Did you have to give it away?" Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Complicated. Um, Do we know this nun personally? Yes. And then we cover one of her eyes, Lily Charles. <laughs> oh, I, I like that. I like that scene. It's, it was really funny. I love the scene a lot. It's like, and then it's like he's like, you're like rooting from like, but you're like, figure it out. You can do it. And it's like Aunt, so Aunt Lily had a baby 29 years ago. <laughs> so Chuck has a cousin. No. Oh. <laughs> and then he like when he clicks. Yeah. He's just like, oh, he's like, oh, she didn't tell me that. <laughs> My head's about to explode. Why did you tell me that? Right. Because that's, a, I mean, that's a secret. That is a, that's a hell of a secret. How are you feeling? A secret was revealed. Yay. Oh, I, I love it. It was, a, it was a good scene. Um, And I, you know me, I always get excited when secrets are revealed. And it was, it was in a good way because it was like kind of expanding the circle of like who knows about it and who can know about it. So like Ned was brought into the circle um, and, and that turns out to, to, to pay off in a good way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really... I like that. You know I me. Mean? I like when things are revealed. Um, I know. But I think the, it's, well, I'll talk, I think I'll talk about it okay. later. But also, uh, Olive finds a, because um, we showed all of the letter that LaRue wrote to mm-hmm. Hansel. And then, but then she also like notices like the stationery is a sister of whatever their thing is. Right. And the handwriting is the same as Mother Superior. Yes. So she wrote the note. Mm-hmm. Which means, did Something. she do a murder? Who knows? But then I'll... Okay, so then Chuck's in the chapel, and she's upset because apparently Penny Baker was a fraud. Mm-hmm. And um, she's... I think she's kind of having, like, a... It seems like she's having, like, a breakdown about life. She's having some kind of existential crisis. She is. Because that she is worried that um, she does not exist quite in the realm of the living and not in the realm of the dead. So she's in some weird in-between that, that she is the only person in. Yeah, and I don't think she's, like, genuinely considering, like, Ned dead her again. Mm-hmm. But, like, she's, like, really lost at this point. Right. So, and it's 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 sad. It is sad, yeah. But uh, before, because, like, Ned was about to tell her mm-hmm. right then and there, which, you know, he probably should. Probably should. We'll get to that in the end. Hey-o. But then Father Ed comes in at and wants to do confession. <laughs> so... We do that. So they do the confession, and then Ned's kind of like, oh, I can't really do this. I don't want to do this. And then I guess they'd switch mm-hmm. places, and then Ned's yeah. in confession. Does that happen with priests? It's kind of like, oh, I can't do this today. Can we just... And Ned said he's upset because he felt like everything was good with his, like, friends. Mm-hmm. But it, re- it turns out it's not because he doesn't like messy, and when things get messy, he just kind of... He pieces out. Yeah. And he talks about how his dad abandoned him. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he's able to kind of open up and like explore like the thing, the things he does, like with in relation to his friends, is just really a reflection of like the things his father did to him. So he's like, I'm not my father, not like my father, but you know, that's. I think it's idea like he stopped like hanging out with like Olive because once that whole stuff came out and was messy, he just kind of Mm -hmm. abandoned her like his father did once stuff got messy. Yeah. Uh, but then Father Ed kind of wants to, like, realize that he's not a priest. Mm-hmm. And then we also find out that um, 
we all have been Emerson confront Mother Superior. She reveals that, like, I know you're not mm-hmm. actually from the Vatican. Right. And then they all get locked in a room. Well, yeah. Op gets to go to do laundry, because why not? And they don't know where Chuck is at this point. Right. Um, but then meanwhile, as Olive is doing laundry, uh, the father Ed decides to give her his laundry and apparently looks like there's a lot of bad crap on it. Yeah. Which only could mean... He did it. Something. Yes. So then we find Chuck and she's up in the bell tower mm-hmm. thinking like if there's a ghost, maybe yeah. we could talk to her. Right, because if there is a ghost, like, it's rumored, then there is somebody else who exists in, in, in between, and she's looking for that kind of yeah. camaraderie. Yeah. And uh, we also see that the bells, because uh, Chuck knows a fair amount about polishing, because she had to do that with um, Lily and Vivian's mm-hmm. cheese stuff. But we see that the um, bells are stainless steel, which you don't have to polish. Does right. that mean they don't get dirty? Or are you just... That, um, that means you don't have to clean them the same way. Okay. You probably just, it's probably just like a... So the question is, if you didn't have to clean them, like, constantly, why? And then we see, like, a footprint, and then right. it turns out there's a lab. There's a lab. There's a lab. For truffle making. Yep. And uh, we find out that, uh, or we find uh, Olive and Father, uh, Olive's being chased by Father Ed, yeah. and going in zigzags. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then we, uh, Chuck accidentally gets pushed out of the bell tower, because we, fi- and then we, because we figure out who the real killer is. Yes. Olive gets up to the bell tower, tries to save Chuck, and we find out that the killer was Pigby. It was Pigby because Pigby is so obsessed with them truffles dough. Pigby didn't mean to do it. Pigby didn't mean to do it's it. It's in his blood. So then they, so we find that out. Uh, Chuck is saved. Uh, gets like Olive lifts her up uh, as Ned and Emerson are trying to because they think she's gonna fall, so they try to get a, like a car full of hay. Yeah. But then Olive gets pushed out yeah. and falls. Yep, and she makes her peace with things. She says her final prayers, but she ends up living. I'm kind of wondering, though, because there was, like, a thud. I know it was, like, a floor thud, but, like... But, like, it still, like, sounded kind of heavy. Yeah, so I'm like, how did she survive that? Divine intervention. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I did, like, the line that they were trying to get, like, the cart, like, in a good position to catch her. Ned's is like, stupid ass. <laughs> yeah, you stupid ass. So then we turns out... um, who was the Silver's real name? I don't know. I forgot her real name, but whatever. Uh, so she was uh, a scientist humper- hired by a food company mm-hmm. uh, to develop white truffles, mm-hmm. but uh, it didn't really work out, and uh, all the funding was pulled. So then she found out about the truffle farm at the nunnery. So she's like, "I'm just gonna pretend to uh, work here, like pretend be here, and like say like I'm gonna help out, but really I'm doing it for my own personal gain because she's a bitch." Right? Yeah, she's not like a great person. Not really. Not, not, not like. So then we great. also learn that um, she's very greedy. She's very greedy, and she's uh, you know doing all the stuff. She exp- like it turns out she might not have actually really been into Hansel von Getz. He just kind of was using him mm-hmm. in order to get stuff, and then finally developed the white truffle. Yeah. Well, she did give the truffle to him though. She gave him truffle. I think either she. I don't know if she was like in love with him. Or, like, she felt like, here's some penance, but also I'm kind of attracted to you, so let's just fuck anyway. Let's just do it. I mean, he wasn't that bad looking. Yeah. Yeah. Also, considering like she'd been there for 10 years, she probably hadn't had sex. So, like. <laughs> so, like, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. And, like, you could, even like when the beginning conversation with Olive, she was, I think you could tell, like, her loins wanted, were, like, needed something. Yeah. <laughs> We're done with this. 
<laughs> she had a need. But anyway, so she did that. And also, but during this, Mother Superior saw the coitus. Yes. And was offended, so that she decided to end it and, like, yeah. block it up. Mm-hmm. And then Father Ed wanted to, like, save her soul, but then kind of found out she was, like, pretty greedy and, like, they had a scuffle. Yeah. And then um, as the Lubra was about to leave, Pigby pushed her out of the bell tower, and then she did. Pigby, you murderer. And then Father Ed thought murderer. that because of what he said caused her to uh, kill herself. Mm-hmm. So then he was upset. And that's, you know, the that's, end of that. That's that. That's that. So I guess there's no arrest? Um, no, because it was the pig did it. And yeah. the, the pig doesn't even get made into bacon at the end. Don't do that to Pig B. <laughs> uh, I also like this ending bit. So um, the we find out that the nunnery is going to continue LaRue's work. Mm-hmm. And they want Olive to, like, run it. But because but she's telling Ned this. Right. And, um... He says, like, she's great and, like, apologizing for all this. And I really like the conversation because he's, like, kind of, like, saying the right things and then fully, like, kind of realizes, like, oh, what I did was terrible. I shouldn't have. Right. Like, like as he's kind of, like, recapping the thing, like, the events, he realizes. And once he kind of puts himself in the shoes of somebody who has been abandoned, he realizes the things that he did were actually, like, really shitty because he, he can relate those emotions to how she felt. And he's like, oh. Ding. Um, so he gets it. Um, and understands that that it was a not fun thing to do but also olive's coming home yeah but she's come back with a pig with a pig you were like but with the murderer but then with the murder they brought the murder back it's your reward them and then we end with ned telling chuck that lily's her mother yeah but it's 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 done well though yeah yeah but we like don't actually get to like hear it we just get we see like the aftermath of it yeah um, and then she finishes her family tree. Yay. 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 The end. The end. What'd you think of this? Very nice. Oh, I, I really like this episode. This episode had a lot of things that I like in it. Um, because, of course, we know that I like reveals of secrets. Yes. Um, but I, I like how the big reveal, like, the more kind of cinematic of the reveals was um, all of telling Ned and not the part where Chuck finds out. Mm-hmm. Which I think, which I think. I kind of like how that is done because it's it's more so because um, Olive has to get this thing off her chest, but you know she doesn't she's not disrespecting um, Lily by by telling Chuck directly, mm-hmm. um, but she has to get off and then and then Ned kind of takes it as his responsibility to like okay this is information that you know should be revealed you don't have to be the one to do it because you know you are the secret keeper. But, like, I'll kind of take this responsibility. So I really like how ki- that kind of panned yeah. out. Um, so I, I really like how that was done. And the focus was on, you know, all of not being able – not not being able to keep the secret, but, like, you know, kind of getting around it um, and not blabbing it out to, yeah, yeah. to parties who would be, like, offended. Um, so I, I really like that. Uh, what else was I going to say? Uh, this is a, a pretty big Olive episode, and I, which I liked. Mm-hmm. Um because and because she has she has some really great moments as far as like that first conversation with Ned how she just kind of lays it out mm-hmm. like this is how it is which is good because you were like you go girl um, and then that conversation between them at the end I think has like some really good the the mutual understanding between the two is is, is really good and it just has some good some good like you know yeah they got friendship and like they and I think that's when it, it it's that's when it's mostly like confirmed like okay like they're like 
friends. Like, the, like independent of like that, somebody has feelings for the other one who doesn't reciprocate. But they are, regardless of that, like friends. Mm-hmm. Whereas we didn't. I don't think that was like really explored before. It was more like Olive was just the person who worked there who was also pining after him, um, but not that they had any kind of mutuality in a relationship. But we can kind of explore that mutuality in a friendship yeah. here. Um, so I, I really like that as part of this episode as well. Yeah, this is probably one of my favorite episodes. Yeah. It's just, like, really good. I guess, like, my one thing was when I – I remember seeing a preview for it and, like, realizing we were going to the nunnery, mm-hmm. which made me kind of think, like, that was going to be the end of the nunnery thing. And I'm like, well, then what was the point of the nunnery? Yeah. But, like, I feel like they kind of wrapped it up, like, pretty – like, this, like, little bit. Because yeah. also, like, I kind of missed the fact that all of, like – I liked all of in the group. Yeah. So, like, it's kind of nice that, like, she's back in the group. Right. And, like, there's – I don't think everything's 100% fixed, but, like, we got somewhere. Mm-hmm. Also, I like the fact that, like, this, uh, rev- like, the Lily Chuck's mother thing wasn't, like, held on forever. Right. Like. I think it was held on enough for it to, to kind of create the tension. Um, because that's, I mean, that's where a lot of the, the tension in this episode comes from. And the reason why, like, um, Elves and Nunnery is the first place is because, you know, c- keeping a couple things to herself, but one of them is that information. Um, but yeah, it, it's hold, held on just enough to, you know, create the tension, but not too long where, you know, it's too long. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, yeah, this was like a good, I think this was a good length of an arc and it was a good arc. Yeah. So a good arc and it didn't take too long and I think it was resolved in just the right amount of time. Be kind of wondering where it's going to go moving forward because... Like, Chuck knows now, but, like, Lily can't know that Chuck's alive. Right. Yeah. So I'm curious how that's going to work out. Yep. Yeah. All right. I don't... What else? I mean... Was... Okay. Was there supposed to be, like, a Vertigo reference in this? Because cause I just kept As thinking, far as I know, no. I just kept thinking about Vertigo, like, anytime they were in the bell tower. Oh, no. The, what, yeah. Uh, the bell tower is the exact... Rep- uh, rep- I think it's... So this would be the same bell tower from Vertigo. Like, that's the model of it. Yeah, okay. Well, I feel that like there was sense. more steps in the one in Vertigo. Or I might be wrong. Probably, but that... I mean, the steps weren't really a part of this one. It was just more part of the, the drama. Yeah. Of, of Vertigo. And what what was the reference to, like, all the names? Well... Yeah. We'll go to there naturally. Okay. Uh, so Emerson's Father Dowling, a reference to the Father Dowling Mysteries. Okay. Do you know what that is? I don't. Let me look it up, actually. It's an American mystery television series that aired between January 20th, 1989 and May 2nd, 1991. The uh, the series features a Catholic priest, Father Dowling, who solves murders, abductions, and other mysteries in his Chicago uh, parish. Interesting. Assisted by a young streetwise nurse. Nun? Nurse? Nurse? Nun? Nun. Nun. Sister Stephanie, in spite of hindrances from the bishop's representatives, Father Presswick. That sounds interesting. I don't know any of these actors. Uh, the main guy was in Happy Days, I guess. Okay. All right. So it seems like one of those is like you and you've heard about. It. You probably watched it on one point on right. Nick at Night. <laughs> uh, and then uses the name Father Mokehi, a reference to of a character from Mash. Okay, I was I was like I was like, is that Mash? Okay, it was Mash. And then you know Sister Christian. Yeah. The song by Night Ranger. Oh, there's notes. Uh, young Olive's house is the same house used for Lorelai's house in the show Gilmore Girls. Oh, fun fact. We've never watched Gilmore Girls. No, we have not. I feel like it's, because I've heard it's good. It's one of those things. It's one of those things. Um, when originally aired, there was no preview for the upcoming week's episode during the credits. Instead, an advertisement for another ABC show, Life on Mars, was put in its place. 
Interesting. I know Life on Mars. I never that it was an Amer- it was an American remake of the British show. Uh, which you know, always goes well. Always. Sometimes. 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 The Office. The Office. Mm. Um, but I think it was like a show where a guy get time is like a detective in modern day, and then he time travels to like the sixties and gets stuck there. Oh. And then adventure. Interesting. Is a life on Mars? Um, Emerson says the line, "What got thee to a nunnery?" Is from Hamlet. No, it's from Romeo and Juliet. Uh oh. <laughs> um, Everson makes a reference to Leatherface, the cannibalistic serial killer in the 1974 thriller The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. We should watch that one day. No. There's only two pints of blood. Really? That was the big thing that, like, uh, it wasn't gory, it was, like, more, like, in your head. Oh, I see. So. My head is a very scary place. I'm not sure I want to go there. You will eventually. Actually, I actually haven't seen the original, not gonna lie. I just know it exists. Uh, so that's this episode, and uh, we'll take a quick break, and then we're going to talk about Season 2, Episode 4, Fresh Court. Ooh, stay tuned. Season two, episode four, Frescourt. Frescourt. All right, so let's go to the past, and we're doing we're going to Emerson's past. Yay! So we meet his uh, mother, Callista Cod. Yay! Uh, who's pretty awesome. Not gonna lie, she's she she's pretty badass. Yeah. So uh, we find out that uh, when he was about five months old, uh, his mother, I guess, like planned his death and just like pushed his shoulder down. Yeah. But uh, it was only to catch a guy who was uh, faking. Uh, he was committing insurance fraud, mm-hmm. so the baby's fine. Yeah. Oh, I guess they worked together in a like a detective business when uh, he was a kid. Yeah. So it's it's very like Emerson was directly brought up into the life that he lives now, which is very interesting. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess, is that good for a child? Mm, questionable. Okay. So the, the, but apparently like, they're really close, and basically they vow never to lie to each other. Yeah, because they're so used to uncovering lies of other people that they're like, don't need this. Um, Emer- but also because it's a modern day, Emerson's upset because his pop up book, Little Gumshoe, is getting rejected. Yeah, nobody wants to publish it. You gotta just keep going, man. Mm-hmm. I just tell that to other people, not to myself, but that's besides the point. <laughs> Eventually, my brain will listen to its own messaging. That's until that day. That's not how brains work. That's oh, um, brains suck sometimes. Amen. Uh, but he's kind of like, all right, I'm done. We're not gonna, and he's sad. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, we cut to uh, the pie hole, and there's an elderly woman just, like, sitting there smoking, and everybody's kind of, like... Not buying anything, being a little crabby. Yeah. So they're trying to figure out, like, who she is. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think in, like, the one shot where you just, like, see, like, her finger and, like, the cigarette, like, really close in. Yeah. And then Emerson comes in, and he's sad. He wants a whole rhubarb pie. Mm Mm-hmm. But then he smells the cigarette thing, and we realize that's his mother. Yep. And uh, they hot and it's like hooray! Yay! I forget the actress who plays the mom, Deborah Mooney. I don't. You probably don't know. I don't. The only thing I, because I remember when I watched this episode, I'm like, the voice sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. All I realized is that she was in uh, Roseanne, and she was like, I think like the pasta company woman. She was like the wife, and she kept calling her Roxanne, oh, and okay. then hit her with a car. <laughs> 
anyway, don't mm. really feel like getting into that whole thing. Oh, man. Okay. We find out, so obviously we find out it's Calissa, and she's in town for a case. Mm-hmm. But uh, she wants to see her son as well. Right. Good times. And uh, Ned and Chuck are kind of talking. They kind of find it nice. And also we kind of bring up the little fact about Chuck found out who her mother is. Yeah. And she's like, she's processing. She's processing. She's doing pretty well with it, but she's still got to process Yeah, I think, like, for a little bit, it's not going to, like, really come up much, but, like, it's going to be there a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also learn that uh, Chuck, because obviously you're kind of wondering, like, hey, like, Olive's back. What about the apartment? Right. Because it was Olive's apartment that Chuck took over. So we learn that uh, Chuck and Olive are living together now. Yeah, because, I mean, Olive didn't have any things in her like because she gave away all yeah. the possessions, so she's like, I'll take it. Like, yeah, let's live together so I can use your stuff. And Ned's doing the thing he always does, which is he's kind of upset but doesn't want to come off as needy, so not talking about his feelings. Yeah. Buddy. 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 Because Chuck's spending a lot of time with Olive and uh, their roommates now, and, like, you can kind of tell, like, they're kind of into it, but, like, there's definitely stuff they're not talking about because that's how roommates work. <laughs> also, apparently there's only a one-bedroom because they have to share a bedroom. That's why you get an apartment, so that you don't have to share bedrooms. That's true. Because dorm rooms suck. Yeah. Although I think it's kind of worse because it's just like a room, one room for everything. Yeah. Well, not the bathroom, but like. But for most. Things. But so that's why you get an apartment, because then all you really need to do is share a bathroom. Or when we were they had the new dorms. Yeah. When you didn't have to share, you just, you just have to share a bathroom. Those are pretty nice. Those are nice. I'm not gonna lie. They're pretty, they're pretty, these, the new kids don't know how good they have it. Right. Because they don't even have to deal with the other stuff anymore. They didn't have to, they don't have to deal with the, the hallway bathroom anymore. Oh, that's true. I didn't hate that, though. Yeah, it's what, you got used to it, but, man. I didn't hate that, but, like, it was kind of nice just, like, having to just share a bathroom with somebody and not having to share, like, I had my own living space. Right. And not having to share a bathroom with 30 other girls. I remember the worst thing was, like, remember when, I think it was, like, Hurricane Sandy, and I was, like, taking a shower, and then the lights started flickering. <laughs> I'm like. I used to take, uh, I used to take showers at, like, um, man, like, after midnight in college, and then somebody would leave the radio on in the bathroom. It was, it was a good time. It that was, sounds terrifying. Oh, no, it was great. Oh, it's so good. Because late night radio is one of my favorite things. That's a, that's a whole other story, but I, I, I adore late night radio. I do actually remember I took a shower and then the fire drill went off. I was taking a shower and the fire drill went off. So I'm like freaking out because I'm like half naked. Yeah. But, uh, and like I think somebody was like uh, either like a Casoto person, mm-hmm. like saw that like I was just desperately trying to get changed real quick. So that like, yeah. Cause I, think, I think I thought it was over like a real fire. So I'm like freaking out because yeah. I'm just like, I'm half naked. What do I do? Mm-hmm. So then I run and then somebody like, like pulled me like one of the I don't know they just said like it's a drill just stay don't worry about it and I'm like okay thank you and I didn't get in trouble because I'm like to be like that's just awkward right yeah oh there's always the poor kid that gets stuck outside in the towel on the fire drill well I'm hopefully now like somebody like is there like that person for me wasn't just said it's a drill just stay inside just stay in there anyway pushing daisies pushing daisies so Olive and Chuck are living together. What could go wrong? So much. So much. But we'll get to that. So um, Emerson and his mom, Calista, go back to the apartment. And, he, like, she notices the book, but, like, and it's, like, I kind of like the way her movement is of, like, mm-hmm. she's acting like she doesn't know notice, but, like, she is noticing. Mm-hmm. So they're talking, and she's kind of upset that, like, she doesn't know much about what's going on. And Emerson's about to tell her, but then... um. Veronica Vela Nueva comes in, mm-hmm. 
and uh, is inquiring about the murder of her best friend Joe. So um, I kind of like the, I think it's, uh, I forget the line, but it's basically like, my heart is like, I'm like, I want for something. And then uh, the mom's just like, just open up that blouse and then pulls out, <laughs> pulls out the money. <laughs> and then Everett's kind of like wondering, because he got a call from a dentist mm-hmm. about the murder of his friend Joe. Right. So we're kind of wondering what's going on. All right. Mm-hmm. So something weird's going on. And then Calista's like, thank your mom for taking, for giving you two cases for one. Mm-hmm. So we're getting paid twice for one case. Yeah. Hooray. Yay. Money. No other motives there. Um, no. Nope. But, but yeah, and it's interesting because like the, like they make it seem like this guy's like two different people kind of thing. Yeah, because like with the one with the dentist guy, he's like a tough guy who's tough on plaque, and then with the woman, he's kind of like a Cosmo Love and like just like your best friend kind of thing. Yeah. Two different two uh two different people. To mm-hmm. I wonder what that's like. Hmm. Because of I wonder why. Anyway. So we uh, go to the morgue and we meet Joe. He seems nice. Seems like a good guy. He's got a stab wound, though. He was stabbed in the back. It wasn't very well. And then it was tried to get, tried to stitch back together. And not very well. Did not work well. And then there's a ton of formaldehyde. He's just filled with formaldehyde. So somebody trying to preserve him poorly. And there's a lot of like perfume. There's just fluid everywhere. It's very uncomfortable. Yeah. So we find out that, and then also. Uh, Joe is basically upset that he doesn't get to see. He never got the chance to tell Downey that he loved her and that he mm-hmm. was that she was his one and only. Mm-hmm. And he says, "I wonder if the murder has anything to do with my best friend." And then we and then they kill him and then more formaldehyde. Mm-hmm. So we bring in the two best friends, right? To interrogate, of course. To interrogate Emerson, close to do that, and uh, we are interrogating them. And then we find out that um, that he wasn't actually their best friends. Right. He is what they call... A frescort. A frescort. So he was hired. He's a friend escort. So he was he was given money to be a friend. Feelings on that? I mean, like, if that's your thing. Yeah. Yeah, why not? But it's, like, mainly, like, going to, through people who, like, can't find friends any other way, which is right. really sad. Yeah. I mean, it's stuff out there. Yeah, because, like, the one dentist guy, like, we kind of see he's kind of socially awkward. Mm-hmm. And then the woman just can't really find a true friend. Because she's she's very attractive. So the women are jealous of her, and the men just want her. So she can't have, like, like a, she doesn't have, like, a friend. So we go to the company, My Best Friend, Inc. Mm-hmm. Um, so Olive and Chuck are going to pretend to be, um, like, people who want to be hired by my best friend Inc. and then Emerson and Ned are gonna talk to the CEO, Buddy Amicus. Mm-hmm. Buddy Amicus. He seems nice. It's his, his friend Frenderson. Weird. Yeah. I don't like. He kind of seemed like too ha- Like too. He kind of seemed like that one like guy, like motivational speaker guy that like not like a professional one, but like the one you would kind of like see in. No, he felt like those. Speaking of college, like the orientation leaders. <laughs> Who, like, needed to like, give all these icebreakers. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is why I skipped orientation. Right. <laughs> I went for right. one day, and I'm like, I hate you. I liked orientation, but I had banned, so I had to skip this. I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of cheesy. I didn't I didn't mind the icebreakers. I hate icebreakers with a passion. I'm just like, can I just talk? Because you know what? Literally, like, I skipped it to hang out with people in my hallway, mm-hmm. and that was way better. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. But uh, so that's what he kind of gave off that vibe, and I'm like, ugh. Mm-hmm. So they were talk. So they're talking to him, 
But he gives a story about how he was like the star quarterback and like everybody wanted to be like him, but then he blew out his knees. Right. So he decided to, he was like, all right, I was no better than any of them, so let's, let me open up this business. Right. So he had a, yeah, he had some kind of revelation that like maybe he should help the people who he was bad towards. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Um, and then we also distract uh, Buddy by having Ned want to play with this hugging robot. Yeah. Which is like one of those like schools made out of like those like school mats. Yeah. And then arms. And then he's just kind of like. <laughs> and then meanwhile, Emerson gets uh, Joe's address. Uh, so Chuck and Olive sneak in and they, their aliases are Kitty Pims and Patty Boots. <laughs> and we meet Barb and uh, they're hired and we find out that um, Frescorts cannot fraternize with each other or like be friends with, like no. They can't have relations with each other. Which is weird. Like why can't they just be like friends like. You know, like, outside of work, like, go to a bar, like, after work? Not really sure. We'll get to that, but, like, she, but Barb's like, look, we'll just won't, we'll keep it on the day, DL. Yeah. Um. So we go to uh, Joe's place, and Emerson's kind of, like, skeptical of the idea, and, like, Ned, who is clearly very alone and not talking and needs, wants some kind of companionship, doesn't think it's a bad idea. Yeah. So, like, he's wondering that, like, he's basically kind of defending this idea. Mm-hmm. Saying, like, look, some people, like, don't have a best friend constantly. Like, and I don't judge you because you don't know how to bake a rhubarb pie. Right, right. But just because that, you know, you pay for a service that fills in something that, you know, you don't have, the, you're not good at, don't have the capacity for, doesn't make it a bad thing. Right. And then we also say, like, Emerson was said that, like, he hasn't told his mother about the fact that he has a daughter, which, like, pause. Yeah. You haven't told your mother. Yeah. That she has a granddaughter. Yeah. No. Nope. Which, like, question mark? Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, we'll talk about it. Yeah. And uh, there's, like, the one gag about, like, I'm going to, well, like, I'm going to look my mother in the eye, like, in the, in the eye. Yeah, and there's there's an eye in their face. hey And uh, we meet Joe's roommate, Randy Man. Randy Man. David Arquette. Oh, uh, yeah. Very good. But so you know who David Arquette is, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's the second famous Arquette. <laughs> the second most famous Arquette. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the first obvious clearly being Patricia Arquette. <laughs> Let's be real. And there's there are many Arquettes out there. There are, but I know, but like the, I well, Patricia's the one with the Oscar, so she's like. That's true. So she takes she takes the top tier there. How many Arquettes are there? Um, I don't know. I can't keep. I track. can think of four. Patricia, David, Rosanna. Alexis was or Alexa? Alexis Arquette. Yes. Okay. Those are the four. I think there might be another one, but that's the four I can think of. Mm-hmm. So we meet him and uh, Randy Man, and he he's kind. Of, he seems sweet, but also a bit. He's a little off. A little off. He's a little off. But and Ned kind of seems to get along with him. Yeah. Because he's, like, he's a little quirky. Ned's a little quirky. Yeah. So I think I think they, they see it. But I, then he's also like, hey, don't go in these back rooms. I got to go, mm-hmm. you know. So, you know, we're getting weird vibes about Randy. Yeah, yeah. We do need to distract him a bit. So meanwhile, like, everybody's meeting at the pile. They're kind of, like, discussing what they're, um, what they find out, including Calista's there, too. And she's yes. kind of, like, wondering that, like, oh, like, her son's keeping secrets. What's going on? Mm-hmm. But and then Randy Man comes as um his distra- distraction because we gave him a coupon for free cooking class. Yeah, and he brought some awful, some yeah, which is uh, animal innards. Yeah, for meat pies. Meat pies. So hooray! So Yay. we're gonna make some. Meat. So Ned's gonna hang out with Randy. Maybe get some fat of him and then make meat pies. 
Uh, Chuck and Olive are going to go back to my best friend, Inc. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Emerson wants him and his mother to go stake out Joe's apartment. Right. But Calissa's got to go do something else. She has other things. So that's so then that's where everybody's going. Uh, Emerson uh, gets, stakes out the apartment and mm-hmm. also finds out that Randy is also a fresh as a fresh score customer. Right. And Joe's buddy, and also he had an overdue payment. Mm-hmm. And then we get into a secret room, and it turns out Randy's into taxidermy. Yeah, he's really he he has a lot of dead animals. Like, do we? I mean, is that weird? There could be worse things. Like, I don't like taxidermy because I don't like the idea of dead things staring at me. Yeah, that's just me. But like, I don't really find. But like, if you're into that, that's fine. It doesn't automatically make you a bad person. No, especially like if you didn't kill the animal. Correct. Like if the animal just died and then you want to stuff it, mm-hmm. that's fine. And even like molding it in shapes, like it's it's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, you do you. I. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't make it that bad. But also, there's some appendix. There's just like, there's straight up a human appendix. Joe's in a, appendix. In a jar. And formaldehyde. And formaldehyde. Uh, so that kind of doesn't look good for Randy. Uh, meanwhile, we cut back to the pie hole, and uh, Randy's eating in the meat pies, and Ned says he can't because he's a vegetarian. And mm-hmm. like, I don't think I got that at one point when I first watched it. And then I'm like, oh, wait, if he eats meat. <laughs> that sounds really gross. Yeah. I didn't really get that the first time. I just was wondering, like, did he just not want to eat whatever the meat pie was? Mm-hmm. Oh, that sounds so gross. Like, you can't eat meat because it'll just... Wait, I mean, he just has to touch it twice. Like, bite it twice. Yeah. Just be like, so I guess he can eat meat if he wants to. He's probably, yeah. I guess it depends. I kind of wonder if, like, he was, like, eating something at one point. But then also, like, I wonder, like, meat's, like, so processed. Right. Like, like if you had, like, a ham sandwich... What's gonna? What's gonna? Is it gonna go like oink? Ah, uh, be scary. It's probably gonna just go like. But we did find out about Randy a bit. Like, the, I guess like the thing that kind of made me think like maybe he wasn't doing anything wrong is that he seems awkward. Yeah. But it doesn't seem like he cares that much that he was awkward, and mm-hmm. we find that he was like a mascot at one point, and like. But then him and Ned are bonding a bit. Yeah. But then he and then he uh, says like, "Look, I, got, I wanted to give you something. Like, I'm gonna show you my." Like, hobby, which, like, here's the thing with taxidermy. Like, it's fine that you do it, but you need to baby steps for that. You, well, you have to you have to preface it. There's some hobbies you need to preface. Yeah. Like, us, like, I don't know, like, I don't. I mean, I kind of, like, think, want to hope this will become more of a hobby, but, like, we don't need to preface it. Right. I don't need to preface the fact that, like, I knit. Right. Or, like, play The Sims as a hobby. Nice. Or, like, your hobbies that you don't need to, like, probably not preface. Yeah. You don't need to know about them. Or, like, I don't have to, like, work him up and be like, listen, I do this thing, right? It's, like, kind of weird. But, you know. You're, you mean you're writing on the... Yeah, like, that, like I write. Like, I, don't, I just gotta be like, I write. And he'd be like, oh, cool. But taxidermy, you kind of need to preface. Randy doesn't do that and just has, like, a dead stuffed dog. Which, like... Golden Ned, Retriever. Golden Retriever. So, like, we're thinking it's Digby. So Ned's like, Digby? It's not Digby. Digby, it's not Digby. Digby's fine. Yeah. It's his old dog, Butters. It's Randy's old dog, Butterscotch. And Ned's clearly upset. So yeah, because like, he, did, he did it as, like, a bonding thing. Because earlier, Randy found a Golden Retriever hair. And Ned was like, oh, Golden Retriever. And then Ned was like, yeah, I have one. But I don't get to see it because he likes to hang out with my girlfriend more than me. <laughs> um, and so that's, that's how... He was showing his way of, of connecting and bonding to him by saying, oh, you don't get to hang out with your golden retriever, so, like, here's mine. 
which is dead. Um, Baby taxidermied. Um, so so he's he's well intentioned. Um, he is not quite good at the execution. Yep. But then Emerson comes in and basically reveals that like this is all like a a scheme mm-hmm. in a way to get into Randy Man's apartment. Right. But uh, he kind of like has excuses, not excuses, but like re- like alibis for what those things mean. Besides like the tax stamp, which is just like a hobby. Right. Which doesn't mean you're a murderer. Doesn't mean you're a murderer. No. Unless you, unless you kill the animals in and, order to tax to do Unless you Unless you kill things and then tax to stuff them. Then that's murder. Wait till they're dead. Yeah. Like if a dog dies, stuff it. It's fine. Or not. Do whatever you want. Do whatever you want. But uh, we find out that Yes, he was behind on his payments. So then Joe, they made it like uh, Randy and Joe made a deal that Joe could live with him mm-hmm. rent free. Yeah. In order to pay back. So that's. Yeah. That seems reasonable. That's fine. And then the appendix, which like, is, that what, is that what an appendix looks like? I don't know. I, I, sure. Um, but <laughs> yeah, the appendix was, it was. A joke. Yeah, it was. Uh, Joe gave it to Randy as like a joke because of like, you know. He has this thing yeah. about organs. Yeah, about, so like, it's like yeah, it's a joke, and then also for thanking him for bringing him to the hospital. Oh yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so far, Randy doesn't. He just seems like kind of weird. They don't, as far as I know, they, they don't let you keep your organs when they remove them. I've asked. Can you ask? Have you had organs removed? I had, sure. I, um, I had my gallbladder removed when I was a child. Um, and I tried to ask if I could have it. Um, well, I don't think they're gonna give it to a child. I. Yeah, but I, you see, I wanted it. I was like, can I have that in a jar? And my mom was like, no. Like, that wasn't the doctor, ask. that was your mom. I My mom told me the doctor said no, but I'm starting to think <laughs> that maybe she just said no because she didn't want my org- my inside organ outside in a jar in the house. Um, so we're, I'm going to have a talk with my mother later. <laughs> did the doctor actually say I can't have it? Or did you just say that? So um, I find that out. I really um, wanted it, though. So we do that. Uh, we tell Chuck and all of what's going on, and um, so then they're in the locker room, like discussing stuff. And then uh, Barb comes in. Barbara comes in and like asks about like uh, crossword, and the word is propinquity. Good word. Yep. And uh, she's like, "Okay, give me another one." And then apparently we learn that Barb Barbara doesn't do the across; she only does the downs. The downs. So she's downy. So, which sounds familiar to, yes, the name Downey. Yep. And then she starts to cry mm-hmm. and uh, then shoves Chuck and Olive into a locker, mm-hmm. which seems uncomfortable. Yes. It would have been really bad if it was Ned and Chuck. Oh, yeah. That would have been bad. Yes. Um, also, uh, then we cut to Emerson at his uh, office and somebody's sneaking around. Yeah. It's his mother. It's his mother. They have a tussle. They do have a little tussle, and because uh, she's upset about the book, because she we we find out that like basically the publisher made a mistake and sent a letter to Callista about the rejection letter. Yeah, and then she thinks that it was like a veil, like up like thing to say how bad of a mother she was. Right, because she thinks that because a lot of the things uh, there's because the the book is called Little Gumshoe, which is what. Calista calls yeah. Emerson. So she's assuming that while she didn't really really read the book, um, she thinks it's like a tell-all about like his childhood, which of course is like very unconventional. And then yeah, basically his way of saying that like telling yeah. the world that she was a bad parent. Yeah, but that's not. And then he basically says like, no, it's a I have a daughter, and this is like a map for her to find me. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have a little. It's like a sad like they can't. It's like ending kind of a relationship in a way. Right, because they ha- they were so strong with their like 
the fact that they don't lie to each other and then now that you know now that the even the idea of lying has come up that you know it really damages the relationship yeah so that sucks oh sad but i think it's the idea of like they were they would act as friends until less she got upset and then she would act like his mother right so that was the whole thing so everybody's mad at each other mm-hmm. um and then we cut back to the locker yeah and chug and olive and they finally kind of have all their stuff out because starts off with some shampoo Mm-hmm. And then they finally are upset about, like, there's a bunch of stuff that they've been keeping from each other. Right. And, like, the fact that, like, Chuck gets upset that, like, like Olive clearly has a crush on her boyfriend. And, like, she feels, like, bad that, like, she can't, like, she can't be, she feels like she can't be affectionate when, like, the three of them are together. Or, like, say mm-hmm. anything when, like, Olive maybe does something. Right. And, like, she can't really, like, say anything to Ned because, like, he's not doing anything. Mm-hmm. And they're just, like, upset. And, like, um, Olive said that, like, she's, like, forcing her to like keep the secrets about like faking her death and all that crap mm-hmm. and so fun times so everything's out and then they uh, like kind of end their friendship and uh maybe there's a move out thing mm-hmm. who knows um and then we find we tell them who uh Downey is mm-hmm. so then we go to the office to see if we can find her and uh she dead yeah she dead she was sweet she was sweet but she got crushed by the hugging machine yeah so we find out that Joe and Barb were, sec- were secretly dating because, like we said, they can't date mm-hmm. or anything. And um, basically, and they were kind of wondering what they were going to do. And uh, we kind of, oh, Randy kind of said that, like, he was going to leave it was the so company. S- it was so serious that he was going to leave the company. Yeah. So they could be together. So they could be together. And it's kind of sweet. And also, like, her lungs are crushed. So, like, they have to. Oh, yeah. They have to, like, inflate her mm-hmm. <laughs> so bad. And then she's, uh, Barb says that there was, like, a, a Spartan. Mm-hmm. thing and that that was kind of like like saw that and it was kind of crushing her with the machine and then we you know kill her again, and then we dead yeah. her again and then buddy comes in and he's like what's going on and we kind of explain it and i kind of like the way that like emerson's kind of explaining that like uh because at this point i think i like, right before buddy comes in we ned reveals that randy was a mascot right mm-hmm. so we reveal it to, so then we reveal it to buddy about, like, what's going on. And then I'll, I just like the part where um, Buddy's like, what happened to Barb? And everyone's like, oh, she's dead. <laughs> oh, she's dead. It's like, oh, no. Not Barb. No. And then Buddy's like, I'm going to go and evacuate the building. There's a crazy killer guy on the loose. Mm-hmm. I think, like, at some point, like, somebody falls or something. Yeah. Or, like, we're looking for something. And then there's, like, this, like, sta- we've read, there's, like, a statue of, like, a football player. Right. And that falls over. Mm-hmm. So then Ned's trying to get it back up and then touches. And apparently there's a dead body in there. So, questions? Yeah. How'd they get the dead body in there? Who is it? What is it? Why? Too many questions? So many questions. What are the answers? I mean, you kind of wonder, like, why does Buddy have a dead body in his... And it's, like, dressed up like a football player? Yeah, because he has, like, this... It seems like he has this weird obsession with, like, the glory days. So... Uh, A lot of football memorabilia and all that jazz. Yep, and uh, I do like the part because he has like a helmet on, like a face on, so they're like, all right, can you like take off your helmet? And then they does, and he's like, we're like, no. And you can't even see it because the body is so decomposed. It's, it's probably been like... It's, and it's it's been poorly preserved, and it's been probably a good 20 years. So we find out that this body is um, Ares Kostopoulos, mm-hmm. and he was the quarterback, and Buddy was the mascot. Yeah. So Buddy lied. Buddy lied. And uh, so I wonder who the killer is. I wonder who the killer is. Is it the guy in the Spartan suit and a sword pointed at Chuck? That could be. The person with the 
a thing that's the same size as what's been stabbing people in the back? Perhaps. So we find out that Buddy was not popular or even noticed, really. Yeah. But also a bit crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was a, he was a bleacher leecher, so he uh, was like, so he didn't he wasn't doing anything. But then he he kind of got it in his head that one of the football players was his friend, and he wanted to like. You know, it was a, yeah, like basically do something. Yeah, like the football, the quarterback like hits, like throws a football that's meant for a girl, mm-hmm. but then hits him in the head, and he's like thinking that like, okay, so my best friends with the quarterback, even though they don't never talk, right? So then he becomes the mascot for the Spartans, mm-hmm. and uh, at some point, like during a game, he's like in the field and then like pokes the ball with the sword because mm-hmm. apparently they gave him a real sword? Question mark. Yeah, and then they end up losing the game, which I don't think that's how that works. Uh, it's sometimes stupid things like that prevent things, but but still. no. But I'm wondering like, if it's something like if something like that prevents it, wouldn't you just go back and like because like you know what happened? Um, football is weird, so just... but doesn't also happen in Sweet Life with Zach and Cody? That that was baseball, but still like that shouldn't have been a thing. I think that has happened before though, but that doesn't that that you should have a redo then because it wasn't a player. Well. I'm right. It's no, no. It's it's sports, uh, sports rules. Um, so I know about sports. Anyway, um, but yeah. So he ruined the game for them, and then had to suffer the consequences. Yeah, like all the players, or like they strip him down and they tie him up with uh, jockey jockeys, jock straps, jock straps. And then we see the Aries come in, and he's also like upset and like as well because he thinks like his his best friend is gonna protect him, and then nope, he does not protect him. So then he stabs him with a sword. Again, why did they give a mascot a real sword? Um, I mean, they gave it to, like, some weird nerd. I don't think they thought that he was going to go on a killing no, but spree, like, but he did. But you wouldn't give a real mascot a weapon. No. Let's be honest. He has, like, a plastic sword. Mm-hmm. What was it? Years of, like, or- orthodontistry mm-hmm. uh, and steroid abuse. Yeah. And then he became, like, the guy everybody wanted to be friends with and opened up my best friend, Ink. And then uh, Joe accidentally hits him in the head with a, with a crossword that was meant for Barb. Yeah. And uh, he gets kind of the same delusions again. Yeah. But he's like, but I'm the big man on campus. So everybody wants to be my friend now. Right. And, like, Joe kind of seems like he probably didn't, like, dislike him. Right. He was probably, like, pretty, like, okay. Joe seems like a nice guy who didn't deserve this. Yeah, I know. I mean, most of the murder victims don't deserve it. But then he said he was going to resign in order to be with Barb. Mm-hmm. And Buddy was like, but, 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 but. And then one delusional murdered and stabbed him again. Mm-hmm. And then he was going to try to preserve him. But then the formaldehyde messed up with that with yeah, asthma. He, yeah, he ha, yeah he kind of screwed up the formaldehyde thing. Um, which is why he was spewing formaldehyde. Yep. And then Buddy oh. said he just wanted to help the friendless. Mm-hmm. And then Ned kind of brings up. That they never stop, his customers never stop feeling like weirdos because they have to hire somebody to be their friend and they can't make a real friend. Right, right. Because it feels like that their inability to make friends is like a problem that needs to be fixed instead of just like embracing yeah. who they are. And then Emerson hits him with a bat. So hooray. Yay. Um, then Ned brings uh, Digby and some pies to Randy to apologize mm-hmm. um, and says like, they're kind of just, like, talking about, like, hey, you can, like, don't need a friend to be, you can, like, be yourself and that kind of thing. Right. And then Randy, like, brings up a thing of, like, it's also okay to be alone. Like, that's what Joe taught me. You need to love yourself before you can, like, be a good friend. Mm-hmm. Those are good words, Randy. Good words, Randy. Are we going to take them to, to heart? Um, a little bit. 
but until we, your anxiety boils up. Yeah, ha, 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 ha. Anxiety. It's fun. Um, no, it's not. Um, but yeah, so good on good on you. And Love then Ned decides to throw like a little like mixer at the pie hole, which like you know a for effort, mm-hmm. but at first it doesn't really go very well because everybody's like. But eventually everyone opens up, and it's nice. It's a nice thing. And then uh, Chuck says she's gonna move back into the um, apartment. Mm-hmm. With Ned because like the friendship thing didn't really work out, and then Ned's kind of like, actually, I want to be alone. Like, I need it, to learn how to be alone. Right. It's like you have to face. Yeah, you have to face your problems, and Ned has to face the fact that like he has to be okay with himself. Um, before, you know, mm-hmm. he has to be okay with himself before he can accept somebody back in with him. And Chuck has to has to learn how to be a good room or learn how to not run away from her problems with the. The roommate yeah. issues she's having. So then they decide to make it up with shoe fly pie, which we were wondering what that is. Which I'm gonna look it up. Uh, it's a molasses pie or cake. Ooh, molasses. That's all sugar, baby. From a traditional form among the Pennsylvania Dutch. Yeah. Uh, in the Asian eighties, we ate it with strong black coffee for breakfast. Ooh. What else is it? Just molasses? Uh, One other pie. Crumb cake uh, baked into a pie crust. Uh, molasses flour, brown sugar, egg, and water. Although it's fine. I think I, t- I think I messaged to you because um, uh, when we after we watched uh, over the garden wall, I was say beyond the garden wall, which you know, no, over right. the garden wall. That yeah. video come out eventually. Yeah. Oh yeah, because we watched that on Halloween as well, mm-hmm. and I kept saying I have the potatoes and molasses song stuck in my head. Nice. Oh, potatoes and molasses. <laughs> <laughs> Good song. And then I was also having that one uh, thing from, what's it, Bravest Warriors? Brave. Sugar Peace! Sh- drop them! Okay! okay. <laughs> I love Catbug. <laughs> Catbug is good. Oh, good times. Good times. So then Olive and Chuck reconcile. Hooray. And they're going to keep living together. Yay. And then Ned is alone with a pizza pie, mm-hmm. which, like, I've never been able to eat, like, a full. I haven't eaten a full one in one serving. Um, I've om- I've almost eaten... Uh, cauliflower crust pizza, thin crust pizza before, but that, it was like slightly. That's like bigger. a personal. I mean, a personal. It wasn't like a personal. It was like a, it was like slightly smaller than a regular pizza, but bigger than a personal pizza. So. Yeah. Um. Also, I think I forgot to mention that uh, Emerson is mother reconcile, and she actually yes. read the book and like gives him notes and basically saying like, this is about your life. Like, why don't you like write about like the grown up you? Yeah. Like, like you know, make the if you're writing this as a map to your daughter, make it you know. Tell her about the good father you're going to be yeah, and not, you know, your life. In your past. Yeah. yeah. And then also uh, Chuck comes in and she's like wrapped up in a blanket to see Ned. Mm-hmm. And they're like uh, wrapped. And basically it's kind of like a, hey, like we're so good. And then just like drops it and she's naked. Yay. Hooray. Hooray. I mean, what else are they going to? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just really funny. I'm like, well, now we're here. They can't do anything else. They can't do anything else. Um, so save that for your X-rated fan fictions, please. And that's it. And that's that's the thing. What'd you think? This is um, hmm, interesting. I okay. Things I like about this episode. I like um Emerson's mother. She's a cool lady. Yeah, yeah. Um, just a fun, good, good time all around. Um, but I like her, and I, I think it's really interesting that like. Emerson's conflict with her is not so. This episode, like a lot of stuff, is like you know about telling the truth. That's mm-hmm. like it's a big theme of the episode is like being honest, telling the truth. But like Emerson 
is never tr- like directly tries to hide it. Like he he realizes his his mistake early on was that it let it get to this long without revealing the information. And he's like he has he's very in- intended to tell it. Yeah. Like he but he keeps getting interrupted. So it's not like the other conflicts as far as truth telling where it's like you know we're hiding it because we're not sure about how people are going to feel about it. He's like oh I need to come clean. Like he still respects that rule with his mother even if it's just been a long time because he mm-hmm. he never lied but he just never told the truth and he realizes his mistake. Um, but it's just the thing that he didn't get to, and then that is what causes issues. So it's not like it's. So I, th- I think that was that was really interesting because Emerson's always the one who's trying to tell people just like either just don't or you do. Um, yeah. So I thought that was that was really interesting. What else do I like? I don't, I don't know how I felt about the the. It was it was the whole concept with the uh, fresh squirt thing was weird. It's not the concept of the fresh squirt, but like the company and the the guy, the buddy guy. Didn't know how to feel about that. To like, be fair, he was a murderer. Yeah, right. Well, that it was kind of weird because it's like, you know, it's like, I think everybody should be friends. But also, I'm a weird, like, psychotic delusional guy. And you're like, uh, um, I don't know how I felt about that. I think the idea that, like, people, like, obviously you should have, like, friends and everybody, like, should be that. But then it's also, like, this idea of, like, you don't feel like you can make your, like, you can't do it. On your own and like paying for it kind of still makes it doesn't really like solve your it's like it's not solving a problem it's right. just kind of like masking the problem mm-hmm. and like in your head you do kind of remember like I'm paying this person to like me and not and like right. be my friend and they're not actually my friend mm-hmm. but like maybe it can develop into a friendship like it seems like Randy Man and Joe are friends right at some point yeah so like maybe it can and then like you you know actually become friends but like maybe. The my best friending should have been like a thing where you just like like meet up where you just like mix around with people. Right, you just like yeah have some like gather with some pals. Like I feel like it was like that, and you just like maybe like paid to like go to a meetup. Right, and not like pay somebody, not like pay somebody to pretend to be your friend. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. So, <laughs> um, liked Emerson stuff. I always like Emerson stuff. Um, so always a good time with that and remember kids it's okay to be alone you just gotta be you gotta be cool with yourself with some pizza with some pizza yeah actually not a bad idea i want pizza Mm, pizza god we're so hungry we're so hungry um anyway continue yeah so i really like this episode i think it's like i find this one kind of like okay i still go back to it once in a while but like i think it's okay but i'm also thinking of like the episodes coming up i'm like they're like there are they like things we want to get to yeah oh i'm excited oh so yeah, like I enjoy this one. Um, we obviously um, maybe some characters might be coming back. Oh, that would be fun. I don't know if it's who you want, but like it might be a thing. I'm curious. Okay, curious. We will see. But yeah, like and I didn't really mind the idea of like a fresh score. I mean, like the idea seemed kind of silly, and like I kind of didn't really fully expect the dummy to be a zombie guy or like right. That, that was, was like a, oh no. That was kind of weird and funny kind of thing i feel like unfortunately that might happen to net a fair amount <laughs> which sucks and like i think it's like also points out like the idea of like ned has like these insecurities and the point is that like they're not a good insecurity who needs to grow right and it's got to be open about i kind of wish like we knew more about like ned's i want to learn about ned's psyche because it just seems really interesting of like mm-hmm. all that like abandonment issues and like Ooh, i smell emotional issues yes all right. Uh, there's not really much trivia. It's just saying, like, which characters who were, like, main characters weren't in it. Mm-hmm. That's about it. 
Uh, All right. No good fun facts. Nope. Sorry, Boring. but we do have some comments. Who do we? Where do we stop? Um, we were kind of bouncing around. We were bouncing around. We got some from our buddies. Um, we got some cool things and fun things. Yeah, I did like Zom said. A gun is not the weirdest or most destructive thing to be stuck into a prison via pie. Yeah. What has been then? We were talking about something on the another show on the pilot, and. Porpoise Power suggested it might be on Tubi. I think it's a shop production. I don't know which you were talking about. I know that Tubi's like a streaming thing that I guess is like super free or like if it's free if you have a cable. Okay. Because like I can like I know like a lot of times like if I want to like watch something it says like it's on Tubi and then I end up watching it there. Mm -hmm. And like it just lets me. Mm -hmm. So I guess it's like free but and not illegal. Not sure. Um, Sam says he likes my singing. Thank you. I think you're saying that people were, were we talking about? I don't think we were talking about that in that episode, but I've talked about it before that people comment. Yeah, I think you're talking about, like, like I, I get I anxious about, like, when people say, that, like, I look at you too much, which, like, I just, like, I not, I'm, like, I wanted to see her reaction. Yeah. Which, like, and kind of forgetting most of the time, they're, like, oh, wait, I can just, like, watch it when we're, I want to, like, right away, but then I'm thinking, like, oh, wait, we're recording this. We're, we're recording this. So that's kind of my reasoning for just, like, looking, and then you were, and then, like, I think... People don't like my voice. I think I talk too much and like those anxieties building up. Mm. I think somebody left a mean comment about that. Just saying like. Mean comments just mean that we're getting popular. Yeah. So like I got upset about that. And then you were saying like, I stopped singing because people didn't like it. And I'm <laughs> like, what? I like your singing. Oh, thank you. Sing about all the potatoes and the molasses that you want. Yes. Shall I put that up? Yes. I'll put up the over the garden wall reaction. That'd be fun. It's similar to the Hocus Pocus one. We just watched the entire thing. I mean, it won't go, and it might have been dark because Caitlin thought it'd be spooky. I just, I, I listen. I wanted to get into the mood, <laughs> so I turned, so I turned the lights up. It's just a bunch of kids in the eighteen hundred trying to get home. Nothing weird like that at all, happened, nothing, right? Yep, yep, yep. It's nothing. nothing no twists in the. No, no. There's nothing like strange or weird about it at all. Okay, I listen. Okay, Zom so here. Uh, from, on our Bittersweet's video, you said a gun is not the weirdest or most destructive yeah, thing to be said stuck one. into a oh, prison via pie. But like, I want to know what else has been I stuck said, into a prison via pie. Did I miss that? I, I literally was, said that. I just said that comment. Um, <laughs> I was too busy reading the other comments. I know. What did you say? Something. <laughs> I was almost said. You listening? No. What? <laughs> I think Pushy Days might actually have created the weird buddy cop genre. I mean, aside from the love story, this just premises detective solving crimes with the guy that can raise the dead. And there wasn't really a show like that before, but but now we I think it meant I think you wrote no, I think we meant now we have Castle, Novel Writer Hubs, Cops, Cops, Solve Crimes, uh psych, fake psychic hub's best friend, solve crimes, and Lucifer the devil himself helps cops. Catch criminals, but I guess like the buddy cop thing has always been around. The buddy cop thing's been around. For I think a long, the idea was like there was a I don't know if it was pushing daisies, but like it was a thing of like here's a buddy cop thing and like it's a detective show, but like somebody has like a thing that's like, like weird a thing. Yeah, I think Cass started the whole like author setting up like mm. hanging out with a cop because that went on forever. Yeah. Oh, Castle did go on forever. Was that a good show? Is it like one of the shows that like you just like watch? It's one of those things that like it's like it's like on. Like, it's like 9 p.m. on the CBS, and you're like, I guess I got to watch something. It did give Nathan Failing a paycheck for a while. Yeah. So, like, good for him. Good for him. Got that money. I still haven't seen Lucifer. I think it's on Netflix now. People, like, were really into it. I kind of want to watch it. Will you watch it? Let me know if it's good. Okay. 
You know what? I mean, if I like it, then we'll just do it for the show. Hey, yo. Well, I think it's in that whole, like, Arrowverse kind of world. Mm, oh, yeah, like, all of those shows. Yeah. Like, I, like, kind of want to watch them, but then I kind of don't. Mm-hmm. Because I haven't seen a lot of them. It's like, it's one of those things that's like, I want to watch it, but also it's an investment of my time. Well, I watched, because I think, like, Constantine was technically part of that, but that was on NBC, and I watched that mm. and actually really enjoyed it, but then it got canceled because I knew it was probably going to get canceled. Mm-hmm. But then I think the actor who played Constantine, because he was actually really good, ended up going on to Legends of Tomorrow. Nice. So good for him. Good for him. But, like, yeah, it's, I think, like, Arrow's ending, and I don't think any of the other shows are ending. Maybe Lucifer might be soon. Mm. But nothing else is. Right. So that'll be a while before we get to any of that. Yay. Uh, the mom was the killer in the Halloween episode, I feel like, was meant to be a Pam Vor- Pam- Pamela Voorhees reference from the Friday the 13th. Okay. Because spoilers. And Friday the 13th, the first one, Jason's not the killer. Oh. Did you not know that? I did not know that. Okay. You spoiled it for me. You, I still haven't seen Friday the 13th. That's yeah. going to be a while. And you might forget. So, yeah. Um, I don't have any more spam. Oh, we do. Wait. Oh, I need to get spam. Why was that one of Zom's comments spam? <gasps> no, that was on there, wasn't it? Why is it? Maybe it's my Tubi thing. So when your comments, for some reason... It's been marked as spam. It's not, though. I, I'll figure it out. Because the other ones are definitely spam. Especially the one... There's, like, we got one saying that Jesus loves us. Oh, yeah. We got a really, like, a really long comment talking about how Jesus loves us, which is great. Appreciate it. Don't need the comment, though. Well, I'm Jewish, so I... He doesn't love me. Even though... <laughs> that's, that's not true. Jesus loves everybody. I mean... Diddy... Uh, that's yeah no Jesus Jesus was Jesus was cool Jesus has a just has a weird fandom <laughs> like I'm a fan I'm a fandom for Jesus Christ superstar um that's a, that's a fun one all right I think that's it for now but guys leave us com- more comments and we will read them on our channel yay I don't sound like a robot right now we sound. but thank you guys for watching us if you're watching us on the YouTube's hi. Please like, comment, we'll read it, subscribe. We're close to 560 right now. Woo! It could be more. It could be more. Maybe. Soon. Who knows? Uh, we're on Facebook, facebook.com slash wittyclothes. You can like us there, leave a comment, follow, I think. We're on Twitter at wittyclothes if you want to uh, tweet at us. We'll read it. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Eventually. So not many tweets. That's why I don't. We don't get many tweets. Um... We, what's another one? Patreon, give us money. We're going to announce some um, exclusive stuff for Patreon next month. Yay. Because uh, we're still working on them. Yay. A bit. And, uh, but if you want to give us money now, so then you have them right away. Do it. Please and thank you. Yeah, do it. Uh, we have an email, woodyclothes at gmail.com. So you can send us an email with a question or just like a fun thing. If you want to send us a, like a fan figure out. Do it. We might not. We'll discuss it on the show. We might not read it on the show just because the case is long. Yeah. We can't, like, read the whole thing. Um, iTunes, you can rate and subscribe and uh, leave a review. Leave us five stars or a four. I don't mind four stars. Four stars is fine. That's like, listen, you got to be real. Yep. Uh, And we're on Spotify. Yay. You can follow us there. Yeah. I don't know how Spotify works, so do it. Go on, Steve. Just go on Spotify. Get the app. Make an account. At this point, I don't have a Spotify out of spite. I just have it because there's several podcast networks that I like that are only exclusive to Spotify right now. That's very interesting. 
So I don't really hate it. It's just like mm-hmm. I don't pay for it. Nice. Unless they want to sponsor us. Right. Um, it was like a bunch of stuff. Like if you want to sponsor us, I use some of your products. Like Audible, I use you. You can sponsor us. Native deodorant, I use your eucalyptus and mint, and it's really good. I will give you. Ooh. It's actually, it smells really good. Yeah. And then also, like, it lasts a really long time. Nice. Like, not going to lie. And I'm like, so Native sponsor us. I'm giving you good stuff. And then have Kaylin. You can try, like, the other flavors. Flavor flavors. <laughs> ah, this is really good. I also have cucumber and mint, but I haven't tried the one yet. But they smell really good. Fair and nice. there's no alumina- Aluminum. Aluminum. Linoleum. Linoleum. Aluminum. Linoleum. Aluminum. Um, Tongue twisters. Yeah. The, uh, the choir exercises. Um, good times. Uh, good I think times. We don't have Instagram. Maybe we'll make one eventually. Yeah. I made one for myself, but I haven't touched it. You can do. You can make a post on Instagram and tag us if you want to. Yeah, do that. And then maybe we'll like start. I don't know what we would take pictures of. That's the only thing. Just like, here's our setup. We're doing a recording. Yeah. And then maybe if we start traveling again. Oh, man. I would love future. to start traveling again when it's safe to go outside. Stay inside. But maybe by the time this episode goes up, things won't be as bad anymore. I doubt it. I think you just jinxed it. I probably. Listen. 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 We know what's going We know what's going to happen. Right. We know what's going to happen. People are going to be stupid. And then bad things are going to happen. So, um, so there's that. Okay. That's how I feel about that. And that is many big words, as I can say. What if somebody's watching us like five years in the future? They're like, what? Like, what are you talking about? It's like, Unless I, we're still in quarantine in five that, years. That, listen, that that is an evergreen statement. That is an evergreen statement. I can see like, ba- like people are stupid. Bad things will happen. And you can watch that at any point in time and be like, ah, you're right. Okay. And I am. So join us next time. We're going to be talking about season two, Pushing Daisy, season two, episode five, Dim Sum, Lose Sum. <laughs> nice. And uh, season two, episode six, oh, 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 it's magic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm curious. Okay, let's go. All right. I'm Dar Whiteman. And I'm Peace.